Blast from the past, episode one, the only time I ever used that intro that I spent two hours on because I had just got my Mac and I was thinking, I was trying to figure out how the fuck to use GarageBand. Um, and then I learned how important a audio interface is because I literally just yes. took a microphone and put it on my amp. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's you how I can't it, tell. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. What? Yeah, I did. But like, I mean, I, at the end of the day, what works works. Yeah. We were talking about with the band, like, what if we just tried to do, like, a, because we're just so broke. We're just, like, we can't, like, afford, like, studio time or anything like that, and we don't have anything to record ourselves. It's like, what if we just do, like, 1970s style, and we all just sit in a room and just, we'll find a way to just make Tyler quiet on the drums, and we'll just put, like, a microphone in the middle of the room, dude. Like, we almost thought about it. It's a decent way to get demos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's our next step. You know, um, we, we've been jamming for, like, I didn't even really consider it. We've been jamming for like two years now. And like we finally finally got like some like cohesion together and like, hey, we're finally making stuff that sounds pretty okay and that we finally found like our niche. Um, you guys sound good. Thank you. Every time I walk, it, yeah, I practice Saturday. So right. I walk past your guys' uh, practice space and um, what I've been hearing, I, I like. It sounds really good. It we, sounds tighter and tighter. Yeah, we, we got really into... Um, um, like like doom metal very just like like or like, like stoner, stoner rock metal, yeah, yeah stoner metal um i and uh i just i i feel like i don't know about you but uh, i always make the joke one of my favorite things every year is to look at my spotify rewind because yeah. with the rewind i can tell what i was doing that year and who i was hanging out with it's fascinating um thinking about like how much uh music influences people and how like people influence your music taste yeah it's so crazy oh my god i was so i was so stoked to have you on here i didn't even fucking introduce you again <laughs> ladies and gentlemen coming back after 16 episodes of the basement dweller we have guest numero uno we have tyler back on welcome back tyler hello oh it's awesome it's awesome to i was actually just telling uh ali before you came out i was like laughing because like now it's like <laughs> i'm so laxed not only was i not prepared for you to come over this time i was eating breakfast right in front of you before we started the first time you came over i was visibly shaky yeah you were pretty nervous i was very nervous but you seemed really prepared then oh yeah i just bam, 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 i had to or else you know um, a lot of it is now officially, I mean, I still have my notes and stuff like that for some talking points, but a lot of it, especially with me and Robert now has just come from pure improv. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you were asking like, do I prep anything? Yeah. Now you understand. Now right? I get it. I it's, mean, because when like, you, especially now that I have a co-host, it kind of ruins it if you do, but yeah. it's good to have it like to fall back on, especially if you get nervous. Right. Um, I, I definitely episodes. I wish I was more prepared. Mm -hmm. And there was a couple of those, um, especially with, you know, you were mentioning that you're caught up to Joe. Uh, the episode with Joe, there were definitely times that, because uh, I still edit out like a lot of like dead air, um, right. you know, just to save space. But you could absolutely like if I didn't edit it out, you could hear like um like a pause and like a <clears throat> and then like a like a page swipe because I'm like looking at my notes <laughs> because I had stuff to talk about. Um, but he was like my real interviewee episode so right. um yeah you said you didn't know him personally no i mean i've known him for years but not personally but with robert i mean we're such just high school nerds that like and this is why i kind of feel bad because you're like i haven't listened to the ones with robert yet and i'm like 
We got pretty Howard Sterny pretty fast. Well, I mean, I listened to episode two that had Robert, right? Yeah, that had Robert. And uh, he's just, he's been one of my best friends since high school. And so it's just like, you know, kind of like from what I've seen on, on your podcast, you know, especially with, with, with Jesse, is that you guys have just such a good back and forth. Um, yeah, I've known him for going on um, 22, or not 22. Oh my God. <laughs> 12, 12 years. Oh, wow, okay. I was thinking 2022. We're almost there, dude. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. This whole last year and a half has felt like such a blur, dude. Like, I don't remember a lot about last year other than getting fired. And last year, I just remember being at home mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was I, w- I made so much art last year. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Isn't that crazy? I swear, like, I could have gone full GG Allen and just released <laughs> like seven, eight demo albums. Oh, shit. And I'm just so, like throwing your shit. Yeah, and throwing my shit. I'm still no, here. I mean like literally like G.G. <laughs> Allen style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Uh, actually, we just made that joke too um, at the at the studio yesterday. Um, they were yeah. Tyler was just like yeah. We could just do like a like a demo tape and just put like a phone like the old days and just get like an old tape recorder. And he's like yeah, we'll just release that. And Andy was like, don't release it, but like it at least it'll give you an idea of how you sound. Honestly, yeah. you could use that. To yeah, well, at, so, at least like record the the room or mm-hmm. you gotta have multiple uh, mics set up or mm-hmm. something. That's the plan. We're actually considering doing like a like a live stream concert, you know, and like because we have we now officially have a set of seven songs. Yeah. Um. So we got a full set, you nice. know. Um. And so that's the goal. But you With know, vocals and everything. No. So no. that's the thing. So they want so bad to stay a three piece. Um. I am so bad at doing. Both. I could I singing could, and playing. I could do both, it's but hard. at the same time, unless they're unless the song is in constant fours and it's only in c- chords, I, it's hard. And, and you know, well, if there's like a, a tempo change or like a a time signature change, can't you just not sing for that portion? Sure, but my whole thing is I'm also every time I write lyrics, it kind of reminds me of like when I was doing comedy. Like the biggest thing for me was like it's hard for me to sit there and write jokes. Because when I sit there and I try, I almost feel like I sound like um, like a super corny like yeah. brother-in-law wedding speech, you know. Um, so like my I'm I'm you know you're your biggest critic, um, and I can attest to that wholeheartedly. So it's like when I write stuff, they'll tell me all day long like, oh I like that, that's cool, and I'm right. like I'll scrap it all. Um, kind of remind me like we were we were hanging out and uh, we were watching like Metalocalypse, and there's like a there's like a scene where like Nathan the singer is just not happy with anything they're doing like there's like nathan we've been recording demos for four weeks now and it's like like every time like they like he's he's like watching like uh, like listening to the song and like he like puts his hand over to the mixer like to the delete button they're like don't do it don't <laughs> and then he like deletes it i'm like <laughs> like that's me bro like seriously yeah. um so when i think about doing both it's hard so we are looking for i'm looking for either or so i either want to be more on guitar or on vocals which i don't mind um because at, at the end of the day, for me, I, I feel like that's just so much pressure for me. Um, yeah, not I, saying that they don't like pull their own weight or anything. I don't want to say that. <laughs> Since I've been binging your uh, podcast, I, I remember you mentioning that uh, finding a vocalist is difficult. And is. Louis on tour, my band, mm-hmm. had uh, the same experience trying to find a vocalist for the past um, almost all of 2020. We were trying yeah. to find a vocalist and we kept running into that issue of like, Somebody comes in, they audition, and then they flake. Yeah. 
or they audition, they're working out and then they're not good people. Like right. they're not good people or they don't mesh well with us. Right. Or they aren't as skilled as we need them to be. Cause we've been playing uh, Jesse, Nick and I have been playing together for 10 years. And my drummer, Sam has been playing drums for like 17 years. Mm-hmm. And we've all been playing our instruments for probably like most of your lives, ten to twelve years. Yeah, yeah. So we have quite a bit of experience alone and together. Yeah. And bringing somebody in like that—that that dichotomy, that dynamic of like, um, learning all of the songs that we have already made, right? And then they have to come in and write lyrics for everything. Everything. And try to mesh well with us as individuals. Mm-hmm as a, a a band and then just like trying to understand the songs themselves. You know, it's interesting is that you say uh, that you you bring that up because that's a really good point is because, you know, with, with a guitar player, most people that you're going to accept into your band, because, you know, like you, I've been playing music most of my life and uh, I'm not going to find someone who's been playing for a year and a half. You know, they're usually people who have been playing lo- as long, if not longer than myself with, with a higher skill cap. And so with a guitar, I could say, here's 20 minutes our music's not that technical, you know, so it's like I could show you this this riff that we play, you know, most of the song in 10 seconds. Um, but the lyrics, yeah, I mean, especially if you have stuff that's already written down and you're like, here, to come up with a cadence for this. What I found out actually was really interesting. So have you ever seen the movie The Dirt on Netflix about no. Motley Crue? No. Oh, fantastic movie. It's, it's actually become one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, but you see in the movie, uh, so when Vince Neil goes to, goes to try out for Motley Crue, um, Nikki Six is actually the like one of the lead like lyric writers. So when he tried out, he was just like, "Here you go, like 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 do this, this, and this." And for, throughout the whole movie, you kind of realize that. And I kind of made the joke. I was like, "Fucking, can you imagine your job being that easy? <laughs> like you just have a good voice, and then someone else is like, here, sing this.' But yeah. I can't do it, you know. So like, if we do find, it, it, that's why I kind of want to do. Um, people know it's okay. She <laughs> she likes to come in and speak her opinion on all the podcasts. Um, <laughs> But, you know, that's why I don't mind doing lyrics, because I know I can sing this kind of music. So it's like if we could find a guitar player, then I can teach them the set in four days. Maybe, you know, so that's the goal. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I, I felt bad for a long time because I really kind of suppressed my musical talent for a very, very long time. I was in a band in high school and we just had a falling out, and that was really the last time. I mean, I remember there was a solid, like, almost two years I didn't play anything. Um, I mean, it's, sometimes it's like that. Yeah, you know, and... After I left Elena Avenue, um, when I moved to Idaho, I there was probably, like, four months where I was like, what the fuck do I do now? Yeah. Because that was my Saturday every weekend. And then I, I started... Uh, creating Stumpy, my solo project, and it just, doing everything alone is, it's kind of boring. Yeah, well, it, you <laughs> like know. It's, it's I, gratifying, like, coming up with everything on your own because mm-hmm. it makes you feel a lot more well-rounded and professional as a musician. Right. Like, like, from the writing to producing to composing all of the elements of it, like, makes you feel really good kind of reminds me of like being like a painter you know like like a painter doesn't have one guy do the stenciling 
and then one guy doing like the layering and then you know and then okay now it's my turn to do the final you know what i mean where it's like right. as a painter you're doing everything and well they don't but a paint company does <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> um and um I actually feel, and, and, and again, I love the dudes I play with, you know, uh, Tyler and Andy are awesome homies and, and we sync really well, but I liked jamming with you guys. Yeah, you guys it, were fun. It, and it, and I was going to say this a little while back, you were talking about it and we were jamming for two years. I said, I actually told them recently, I was like, my biggest regret was that we were not set up like now that we were back then, like when you were hanging out because you would have joined exactly. And in, in all earnesty and, and I appreciated you for saying, look, I'm trying to like, not just be like a jam band, yeah. you know? And that's all we were, you know? And, and so I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, and then I, we were just like, man, if we could just find a guitar player. And I was like, we had one, yeah. <laughs> we had one, but we didn't have shit, you know? So, um, but if I could do it all alone, um, I definitely would, uh, yeah. I would still hang out with them, but I, if I'm being honest, I know all the parts, you know, I know what everyone's doing. Um, if I had the interface and the whole like, you know, stuff and I could just do it on my Mac all day, I would, that's literally all I would be doing is doing everyone's parts. And then I would show them, Hey, look what I did. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, Nick does a similar thing when he's, when he's writing songs for Louis on tour, he composes it all. Um, I think there's, I don't, I don't remember what it's called, like Guitar Pro or something, sure. some sort of like composing software. He makes the entire song and then he has these parts and ideas and then he shows us. Oh, okay. So most of the songs, like same thing with the vocalist. Like when I came in as bassist of Louis on tour, they had a lot of songs already written. Really? Mm-hmm. Hey, real quick, before we go into this, I think the reason why she's freaking out is because I closed that door. Let me go uh, open that door for her. One- okay. So I had to let her out um did we ever talk about or did i ever ask you like where you came up with that name or or where they came up with that name louis on tour yeah um so louis is jesse's son okay and i i'm not sure how they came up with the entire name but i know it's based around that okay that's cool yeah, we were, we were, we, that was another one of my, my, my favorite pastimes. I love writing band names. Even when I was a kid, like I would just sit in my room and think of like, um, so we originally were, were Time Machine, um, which Tyler loved, um, but we have a song called Time Machine and I would make a joke. I was like, we're going to be like Black Sabbath, how they have like Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath on their, on, yeah. On, yeah, you know, on the Black Sabbath album. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And, uh, so we were thinking like, we literally sat there and like brainstormed like what like name sounds cool and like. Like like nineteen eighties nerd apocalypse, and so we all came up with the name a doomsday. So that's our new name, and like so, it's like I I, I love that name, and uh, but I, dude, again, I it wouldn't surprise me if six months from now I'm like, what if we call ourselves this? <laughs> you know, like have you uh, checked to see if it's taken? Uh, so I looked in a lot of places. I looked up a copyrights and stuff like that, and I don't see anything at least for a band. Um, and this was like the thing I was. Uh, this is actually the thing I was thinking about with basement dwellers is because before me, um, almost, I think actually literally a year prior, there was a, so on YouTube, you'll see that there, I am, I'm basement, the basement dweller. There's someone on YouTube called the basement dweller podcast. And I didn't know that until, like you said, I didn't do my research until I came up with the name. Yeah. But I will say (laughs) that a, they haven't, they haven't done anything in over a year. B, they only had three subscribers, <laughs> and C, their views were like 10 plus, or like 10 or less. So I was like, I'm just going to sneak my way in here, because like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you I, could- I had a similar thing with Your Thoughts podcast. Mm-hmm. I 
I did look it up prior and I did see things like your thoughts. And sometimes we do call that just to be short, but mm-hmm. the full name is your thoughts podcast. Yeah. And you gotta be kind of technical sometimes. With um, that. For the most part, I haven't seen that many people use it, but like, it's hard to search because there are your thoughts. Like mm-hmm. there's like anybody that uses that term mm-hmm. comes up as well. Yeah. And I have seen recently other people starting podcasts called Your Thoughts Podcast. Really? Yeah. Did you? Well, um, I was, I thought I did it right. Like the whole trademarking thing and stuff like that. But that's like my biggest fear is that I fucked up and like I didn't do something the right way. And then I'm always afraid that like five years from now, like if I'm at, let's even say like 1500 subscribers. I I think they look at when you started in comparison to when the other people started. Mm hmm. I'm always just worried about that. Just like someone's going to be like, nope, it technically wasn't always fully trademarked. So it's mine now. Like, that's like my biggest fear. Like, and, and I don't think they can take your product. Right. What what is it called? Uh, Intellectual property theft or something like that. Yeah. 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 That was like the whole consensus of like the social network. You have documentation of when you started your show. Yeah. Yeah. Got all that. I I mean, it's, it's timestamped on YouTube or Mm -hmm. like wherever you're posting it. Right. You can prove it. I need to get I need to get better at I I so I only do YouTube and Spotify and I always forget that there's Google and Apple Podcasts and I so I go through like RSS feed like I pay like a subscription to that and then like it'll do it for me, um, but it doesn't put it on the other ones. No, it does. So oh. like it does. It's just I uh, with Apple especially like you have to like go through like this whole verification process and I think at one time I tried doing it and like I got stuck and then. Me just being the 80-year-old man that I am at heart, I'm just like, yeah, you know, like, I'll just do it. Apple's with. actually been a lot easier for me than Spotify. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't, I think it's because of the, uh, the hosting sites that I've used. I started with Podmeo and now I use Podbean. You know, I never think about those, those sites and that people There's actually so use, many. yeah, that people actually use them too. Like, you know, um, cause I only think of like the big ones, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then it's so funny. Like, my mom was like, so can you get, like, money from this? And I'm like, maybe. I don't could. Know, could, but not right now. And I was trying to look up. So one thing that my, my buddy Christian actually mentioned that, and I was going to see, kind of ask you, you know, some food for thought. Uh, um, when you upload to YouTube, do you do, like, like, the tags and stuff like that? Yes. So I've never done that because I don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? But Christian was like, he's like, all your episodes are just called... Basement Dweller episode 13, 14, 15, you know, it's like, there's really nothing to, unless I type in the Basement Dweller, but he's like, I watched this video on how, like, like, for example, like when I watch like these things on Magic the Gathering, they will tag the videos like Warhammer 40k, Hearthstone, you know what I mean? Like stuff that's in that realm. Yeah. Because it'll still show up. So when you're searching for things, there's, uh, it's, it helps the algorithm find your video specifically. Okay. It's it's uh, SEO, search engine optimization. Okay. But the tags are specific to YouTube. But you can do that to, to make it searchable, like, say you do a, gro- a Google search or, like, whatever uh, web browser you use. Yeah. It'll help your video be a higher result. Mm. Where do you even put them in? <laughs> I don't even know where to put in the tags. Like, do you put them in, like, the description? Yeah, there's a section for it. Oh, really? You can also put it, like, you can tag in the... Uh, the description, the episode description as well. Mm-hmm. And that'll actually show up, uh, help your video show up as well. So my, my goal eventually is to hire someone to help me with all of this. And like, literally I'm just waiting for them to be like, dude, you have not been utilizing 
anything. You know what I mean? You're, and they're going to be like, you're on episode 48 and you haven't done this yet, you know? And I had somebody helping me, but I don't think they were doing it legitimately. It was it was really weird. Like, it seemed like they were inflating the numbers somehow, and I have no idea how they were doing it. That is weird. I had to I a like, lot. I, I was like, I don't want to talk to you because you're not telling me how you're doing this. Mm-hmm. And I don't want my shit to be pulled. Right. And then other other than Facebook, do you do you run on all social media accounts for your podcast? In a way. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty lazy about it just because yeah. I've got so much going on. Yeah, yeah, same. I like ideally if I were to grow, my next step would be to hire somebody who do, who does content marketing yeah. because as much content as I make, I'm not great at marketing it. Me neither. You know, um, I'm so used to like this, like pirate radio esque like way that I do things where I'm just like, it uh, was easier when I had only like one or two things, but now mm-hmm. I've got three music projects. I've got a podcast. I've got my brand, which is like multiple different things going on. And all of it is under that. And it's just like, I can do this and this and this and this, but I can't do it all at the same time. Right. Yeah. That's it. And so I, I would love the help. Um, especially because now Allie and I have a podcast and I have two podcasts. That one's probably going to do like a every other week kind of thing for now. What's um, that about? Because the pillow talk sounds sexual. Yeah. So I called it pillow talk just because we're like in a relationship. And, you know, you just what it really was, was it was just like for some reason, like right as we're about to go to bed, um, Allie and I just have like the dumbest like would you rathers or like what would you do if, you know. And so it was kind of like the non- for lack of a better term, dick joke, that is the basement dweller. Um, it was kind of more like how her and I communicate and like the things that we're into, but also like on like the serious side of just more essentially what I wanted this podcast to be originally until I really took like my brand for what I really wanted to do. And I kind of do it with Allie now. So like, I think on that one, we'll definitely have more like topics of the week and stuff like that, where, you know, we can kind of pick each other's brains. Um, but yeah, my mom, she, uh, she was like, what is that about? And I, I told her, she's like, oh, kind of sounds like an after dark kind of thing. And I was like, yeah. well, no, we're not going to bang on the podcast or anything like that. Um, but I mean, you know, like, like sexual relationship, like relationships or advice. I mean, it's not off the table. It's just. It's that kind of stuff. But we the, just, the name is subject, subjective. Yeah. So, so suggestive. Suggestive. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, it, I, I'm such a sucker for like double entendre names. You know what I mean? Um, which I is what will get people to watch it. Oh yeah, for sure. They're, they're curious. So they're going to go to it. Right. And well, that's why the original name for this podcast, I wanted to be called cuddle buddies. <laughs> well, because, um, that's cute. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, and, and you know, I'm a huge, advocate for men's feelings uh and and i think this is what we talked about actually on on our episode where long story short i mean we came from the the parents of our generation i mean i i have two dads that have never shown real emotion at least to to me you know I've i've been talking about this topic a lot with people i don't like and my my parents justification for it is they uh they think that Growing up and up until like maybe even the early nineties, yeah, when we were growing up, mental health was not really discussed. It at wasn't all. like it was not understood. It wasn't discussed, mm-hmm. and it's fascinating that our generation is so heavily focused on making it like mainstream. So expressed. Yeah, yeah, and but and, and that's and that's a you know a really good point, and. and 
I agree. And so when I, and, and it was funny cause I would do like tests with some of my own friends or like some of my own family. And like, uh, when they're like, Oh, what, like what, you know, I told them like, Oh, I'm going to do a podcast. And like, Oh, what's it called? I want to be like, Oh, it's called cuddle buddies. And they were just like, that's good. Huh, that's kind of yeah i was like that's kind of gay you know what i mean stuff like that and i was like well it's just because like and this is something i talked about with with robert and uh our friend Bodie on on an episode where it's just like my it's like it's the meme it's the boys you yeah. know what i mean like like uh it's it's you're so comfortable with your friends and you know it kind of reminds me of like back in the day how many times you heard like the term no homo yeah. you know what i mean like where it's just like i hug my friends i tell them i love them you know i you know I, i'm so expressive with my emotions towards my buddies that's what it is you know it's like like <laughs> it's just two dudes on a podcast and you know talk about how much we love each other you know uh and i i think it's that, intimate but conversation is intimate and that i yeah. think that that's important I'll never make someone talk talk about what they don't want to talk about on the podcast. Absolutely not. But I, I've always my at the end of the day, no matter what Mike me and Robert say, um, we are here for emotional support to anyone who wants to listen. Um, and and I can't stress this enough: the jokes that we say uh, can be a little dicey, <laughs> uh, but it's right, it, but comedy in general is like that, and yeah. I feel like that's forgotten for some reason. It, it yeah, for the sake of. Uh, inclusive feelings inclusivity is but it, like you can't navigate the world trying to not offend people right i mean at the end of the day i don't think that's possible it's not at the end of the day someone's not going to be happy you can't you can't make everybody happy yeah and that was a life lesson that i mean to this day i need to learn you know is um i have this horrible problem with um double booking my in my life you know um i told my mom i was going to go over but I told Allie we were going to go to dinner. Well, shit, you know, so now I have to break it to one of them. And then I have this issue where instead of breaking it to one of them, I try to meld these plans, which is never going to work. And, no. you know, and then at the end of the day, no, they're both just got to be honest. They're both pissed off, thing. you know, and, and this is why two things I really admire you about. One, going back to when you were like playing music with us. Most of us would have just been like, yeah, OK, like it was cool. And then just kind of slowly just did the thing where you just stop coming oh, over goes to you yeah you know and and so the fact that you were just like no offense to you guys i'm trying to do something and this isn't it you know um number two today you know uh i totally forgot to tell you that on friday we had to do it because of xyz and you bla you just flat out were just like well this is what i was expecting you know i appreciated right. that you said you didn't just say it's okay when it wasn't okay. Well, I mean, it was okay last week, but right, not exactly. Two and, weeks this in a row. I told, and this is what I told Robert. I'll I was give like, "Pass the first time." Right. Like, I understand things right. happen. Of course, and this is what I told Robert. I was just like, "Of course, I'm going to do it." You know what I mean? Because I told him I would. You know, and um, I just wish a lot of people would have that mindset. You know, um, if something upsets you, you can tell someone, but you can't be mad when they don't agree. And that's this, that's all part of mental health. Like. Yeah me being passive probably would have been a lot more present like a couple of years ago, but right. it's something that I've worked on. Right. Like I need to express myself and right. that's that it all ties back to mental health. Right. And you know, and this, you know, this is something that like me and Allie always talk about where um, kind of like, you know, like what we do, like right before we go to bed, she said one day, she goes, I realize it's like, we've never, we've been dating for like a year and like two, three months now. And she's like, you know what I realized is like, we haven't really had an argument before, like, which is odd. And I mean, I could tell you any relationship I've had prior to this one is that. Well, like uh, disagreements. Well, so here's the thing is that we can, 
Um, like it depends on the intensity of what we're... Right, exactly. So that's the thing is that we've never had an like intent... A fight. A fight. Like, a fight. Like, um, like, an, like an argument of just like... We've never let it blow out of proportion where... Like, for example, if... Um, I've been in I've been in relationships where if 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 they say, "Hey, uh, I thought you said we would do this," and I say, "Well, no, we're going to do this." But instead of just saying, "Okay, well, this is what you told me and this is what I thought." You know what I mean? Like instead of rationalizing and being like, "So, we can discuss how we're going to move forward." It would always go to <laughs> 15 20 minutes later whatever fucking whatever it's right. stupid you You're know what lying I mean? yeah. and like devolving right. into like character assassination and, and it's and like we never had that you know even with her it's like her and i love to butt heads on just like topics of debate all the time and it's just like <laughs> but at the end of the day we're just like all right handshake <laughs> you know what i mean like we've just never and i think communication is is key and 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 so i really and this is what i was getting to is i i appreciate your level of communication because we're not super close friends, you know, we like each other and, you know, and stuff like that, but I love what you do. Oh, thank you. And I love what you do. You know what I mean? And I think that we're kind of, we're kind of two different sides of the same coin. You know what I mean? And so when I, when there's that mutual respect, um, you just don't get that with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, from a stranger, I'm not going to dissect it that far. You know what I mean? Like whatever, if you're going to fucking be passive to me, like whatever, I deal with it all the time. You know, I'm in customer service. So, (laughs) but you know, if, 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 uh, I, I talk to you more than a once a year basis. I expect the mutual respect. And I, so I just, you know, just a little appreciation that yeah, I thought definitely. was cool. Thanks for bullying me into doing this podcast today. <laughs> I appreciate you bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, um, I would do this every day if I could. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh my God. I would do this every day. Like the fact that, I mean, and I know that he's got a whole team of staff behind him, but the fact that Joe Rogan releases five to six episodes a week, I wish I could do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I want to do with my time, dude. Like the fact that I'm getting the older I get, the more I realize that I, like this job is so stupid. Like the fact that I'm just doing someone else's work is so stupid. Yes. And I I wish I could do it. It gets for free. me down so much. Yeah. Like I've I've worked so much on trying to navigate my life and like not be stressed out, but that is the biggest stressor and I can't fix it. Yeah. It's you can't. I mean, you can't. And it's just one of those There's things. Nothing I can do about you it. You have to work. Except working on my art, which is my avenue out of it. But mm-hmm. by doing that, I'm burning the candle at both ends. Mm-hmm. Always. You just stress yourself out. Yeah. Oh, great! I stayed up all night working on a song. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't do that anymore because right. I understand if I. So like, I can put in a couple hours into your thoughts or into Stumpy or. Whatever, like whatever I'm working on, I yeah. jump back and forth between right. all these projects. But whatever I'm focused on at the time, I can put in a couple hours, mm-hmm. but I can't put in eight hours like I do with this other job. That right. Doesn't really matter as much to me personally. Like it, it just it's an economic means to survive. Right. Not a passion or a like a driven focus or anything like that. If which, they if they told you tomorrow, hey, so we still want you to come in. But we're just, we got to stop paying you. So hope that's okay. Of course you wouldn't. You'd be like, all right, see you later. Whereas the things that we're doing, I'll do it for free for 90 hours a week. I do do it for free <laughs> yeah. as much as I can. Right. You know, same <laughs> same here. And, you know, this is why I'm, I'm trying so hard. And, and, I, and I tell people, it's like, I don't, I'm not trying to make a million dollars a month. But right. if I can cover what I do now at my... 40 hour a week job. Biggest expenses, food, healthcare, gas, car, like, and all of that stuff, if it's covered... Then I'll I'll do it. I'm sorry. I don't know who this is, but I'm gonna let me turn off my phone. Oh, shit. Let me 
Speaking of the devil, it was Christian. Let me tell him I'm recording. Sorry about that. Awkward silence in the lull. I'll get rid of this part. <laughs> is it going to show up on the... Is he going to show up on it? Yeah, so so it's on Bluetooth, so I'll just cut it. Um, recording. I love the phone call thing. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite thing about this whole thing that I'm doing right now. I want to... I'm trying to figure out how to do, like, the Google numbers. Um, to get people to call in. To get people to call in because I obviously, for obvious reasons, don't want to give out my personal phone number. Is uh, WhatsApp associated to your phone number? I don't know. I, know I don't it, know. I know it is to an extent, but I don't know if they make like if they generate like an alternate number or something. Right. So I yeah, I, I don't I don't know if uh if if that if that pertains to the actual number, but like um one of my favorites uh so there's a podcast I listen to and one of the one of the host is uh stavros he's a i forgot his last name but he's a comedian um and it's the podcast is called come town uh yeah they're really raunchy <laughs> but uh <laughs> he goes on twitch and he essentially has like his Doesn't own like taken down from twitch no that so so the, i mean they're definitely not monetized the stuff they talk about that's definitely they don't they it's for the fun but all three of them are like comedians and stuff like that but uh that's where sponsors come in i think yeah well that's what they do is that they have sponsors but on twitch he uh does that where he essentially just like talks to the chat, but then he has like a number that you can call into and there's like a queue. So then like you can go on and that's what I want to do so bad. Um, and this kind of brings me back to one of my favorite shows of all time is a love line with Dr. Drew, um, and Adam Carolla, who I, I love dearly. And, um, I would love like my ideal situation is to literally have me and Robert or me, Robert and someone else. And I want like a producer or someone to be like, you know, Hey, we have someone who wants to talk about this. I'm like, hey, caller, you're on, you know, like, um, but I need someone to help me with like rifling through the calls because I'm not trying to be like, hey, what's going on? And there's like dicks, 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 yeah, dicks, dicks, and then they hang up the phone. Stuff. Yeah, like, like then I'm just a public access channel. You know what I mean? Um, but I love it. That's there's my a, fi- a political commentator that I've listened to in the past that had people call in too. I don't, I'm not sure how they'd pull that off. I don't know. I, because I mean, people could just lie. Like if you were doing it for me and you can were just you generate like, like an internet phone number. Yeah. So that's what Google does. Uh, so you can do that. And if you have like a Google account, I mean, the, I mean the whole universe is in my, my pocket right now. And right. so you can do, I, but I think you just have to pay for it. And that's the thing is that right now money is just so tight with everything. And, and I'm already doing everything by myself that, um, there's just a lot of things I can't do financially, Yeah, which is I why know. I know, <laughs> which is why I'm purely audio, Yeah, you know, um, but, you know, and this is actually something I wanted to, we were talking about before the podcast and I, something I actually kind of wanted to, I'm kind of okay with not being on camera. Yeah. The way I look at it is that every podcast that I listen to, for the most part, um, especially the big ones, they all have cameras where they go camera one, camera two, stuff like that. But with most podcasts, I, I, I don't watch them talk. I just listen to them talk, you know? I think that's, that's probably the same for my podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly don't know the analytics i don't really pay that much attention well i know there's something in your brain that says like oh i really like these people so like when i see them like that's really cool you know yeah so i get like there are because like especially so like my favorite podcast is your mom's house with tom segura and christina p his his wife uh, they're both comedians um kind of like they're just toilet humor and i love it you know uh but they'll do things where they'll play like video clips yeah. So like that's why I listen to, or I watch it, you know. But I only do it when they're like, "Hey, check this out," and then I look at my phone, you know. Um, but for the most part, I can really take it or leave it on the um, on the cameras, unless I'm live streaming. My whole thing was like from the start, 
um, just, just being so introverted. Like I like watching people have conversations Mm -hmm. more so than, um, like obviously listening is part of it, but like watching somebody have a conversation, there's nuances to how they interact with other people. And I love that. Yeah. People are so expressive. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or they're not expressive. And that's also interesting. Yeah. Just like the human behavioral element of it was, it's always been fascinating to me. So when I realized I have, like I already had a camera. So I was like, let's integrate this. Cause most of the podcasters that I was listening to had video element already. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, like, like it, it's, it's just really interesting. Like the kind of weird response you get when you know you're not there, but I think, well, podcasting, especially in the last few years has just become such a huge thing that, um, because I think, it, I think it brings a sense of like, um, uh, not purpose. I don't want to say purpose, but a sense of like, uh, it's connection. It's connection. And it, it makes you and feel like you're there. It's a lot more real because yeah. when somebody's having a conversation, it, it's not like artificial right it's just like off the top of their head usually or like at least they have thought about some ideas and they're bringing it forward right something like and it's pure conversation it's not like at any moment now i'm gonna be like all right now let's listen to rise against you know like and we'll be back you know like that would be cool too that would be sweet i've uh, dude i would love to do there are i I saw this thing like there are like real pirate radio hosting websites where you can just be a fucking dj um i always get afraid of just like getting in trouble for playing music that I'm not allowed to. So, but I guess that's where the whole pirate part comes in. You know, you could probably pull it off with local artists. Probably that. So that was another thing. So when I originally, and before cuddle buddies, the name I wanted the most was locals only. Um, I love that name so much. And like, this was, that was the first concept was that I only wanted guests who were local artists, musicians, you know, stuff. I've been wanting to do that. I've been wanting to have local artists on and I want to get into like a KEXP style. Same. Oh where, my God. Where I have them perform. I have the equipment to do that, I think, but yeah. it's just trying to pull that off is going to be so difficult. Yeah. I mean, that's a thing that, but I've been expanding into weird things. Like, I don't know if you saw, but I did an omelet off. Yeah, I saw that. That was, that was really I cool. I liked it. It was, it was like such low quality, but just like we have never done anything like that. So it was a test to see if we could even pull it Let off. Let me say you are pretty good at making omelets if uh, you always post the snapchats of your breakfast and i'm like almost every day that looks pretty good not gonna lie so that was <laughs> pretty sweet yeah. i've made omelets for almost all of my friends <laughs> <laughs> you're just the omelet guy i guess so that rocks dude uh i was gonna say you were talking about like uh what is it what was it called cake uh k-tap k k e x p seattle radio station that has a bunch of indie artists come and just i watched them do like uh like all them witches and idols and like king gizzard and stuff like that and i was gonna say broken bells uh you definitely have like that voice like i could definitely see you like on that show just like hey (laughs) it's live now with k e x yeah dude we're here with uh you know i mean like you sound just like it so i would love that yeah that'd be so cool i love that and i'm like i love uh npr tiny desk yeah um those are those are like i think that is such a cool concept i've binged those like there's there's a there's a ton of them too there's like um one of them is called like the van or something and they Mm -hmm. go into this like rv um or like just just watching live sets i love that yeah that would be really cool Man, I might have and to. And then interviewing those artists in between all of that, that'd be so much more interesting to me. We may need to talk and butt heads about this because that's a dude, fucking sweet <laughs> idea, dude. There are so many local Arizona bands that I'm like, I would. It'd probably be easier to pull off collaboratively. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, it's just my thing is space. I mean, you see where I'm at right now, you know, yeah. so I can't really. <laughs> that's that's another huge factor. I mm. think like 
Louis on tour has bought the equipment to record ourselves. So yeah. I think they would let me use it. I've got an interface system. So like worst comes to worst, I have to use my interface, but like we have two interfaces. We've got the mics, like we could mic a drum set. We could mic all the instruments. What if we did at the studio? Yeah. We recorded, uh, me, Tyler and Andy recorded at the studio for our episode. Dude, that's not a, that's not a bad idea. Play? No, but we had a podcast where we recorded and, uh, we have one of the ones that's like, there's the practice space. And then there's like a little spot in the back that like goes deeper. Yeah. You guys have a big spot. Oh yeah. You've been there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Dude, that would be fucking a really good idea. Oh. I thought like, uh, since my band has a practice space at the same studio, I figured like maybe this has all just been like down the line for me. This is like future thoughts, but like maybe having bands come in and just use our equipment so yeah. that we don't have to change anything. Well, at least, at least like maybe like the, the kit, you know? Yeah. At least the kit. Yeah. That'd be the hardest part. Or like even the amps. Dude. Well, I don't know. People's pedal boards and stuff. I think we might've came up with a million dollar idea. Yeah. Do you know how many people I know that are in that studio? It, and it's always packed, dude. Like it's yeah. always, that would be such a sick idea, dude, to get just local Arizona bands and just, Back and forth. Three set, three song set, interview in between. That would be fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. All right, we we That'd might not so cool. we not we might not be able to air this one because this is some gold we're mining right now. <laughs> we might have to keep this private. It's, it's all it. good. The <laughs> other people would have to get to our point to even be able to pull it off. That's true. That's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> I see, but that's the thing. This dude. is hard, guys. It's, 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 it's fucking, it's fucking it, you know, and, and, and it I, seems like it'd be easy, but exactly. It's not. I had my, you know, and, and people in your family who don't do anything like this, it's like they, they don't even care. Well, they don't mean they don't mean to do these like these these uh pa passive aggressive like comments, right. but like I like my grandma, um, she listened to one of the episodes. I think she listened to our episode, and she was just like, "So is that all you do? Like you just like like talk back and forth?" And I was like, "Is that all yeah. I do?" <laughs> you know well, I mean, no, but yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's just like uh, that's how I explain it to people. I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, we just have a conversation," but mm -hmm. that's that's not like me. That's not what I'm doing. That's what we're doing. Have you gotten the family? Uh, oh, I would love to be on. Have you had Have you had that yet? No, oh but I God. did. I did do an episode with my grandma because she That's just awesome. turned eighty. Oh, and I'd like to like encapsulate that moment for future generations. That's oh. how I've have I've been thinking about. I it. I like that. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, I know it's so funny. My mom's That's such a cute episode. I bet, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I want. I want. I want my parents on. Uh, until certain times, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like until the one thing is said and I'm just like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I would like to, I think I'd like to have my dad on, but I think I'd like to do it once he's retired so he can yeah. better talk about what he does because right. his line of work is pretty complicated. So like Liam Neeson, he's a, he's a, a sex crimes detective. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. You were, Yeah. Wow, what a what an interesting job. Yeah. That sounds like a job that's only on TV. You know what I mean? But it's real. <laughs> he like, watches a lot of cop shows. <laughs> gung, gung, you know? like yeah. That's pretty sweet. How long has he been doing that? His whole life? Um, well, like career, whole career life? I think he's at... I think he's at the 20-year mark. I think he just got 20 years, like last year or something. Damn. Like two years ago. I can't imagine the shit that... He must have experienced in his 20 years of work, dude. You know, we actually, um, my buddy's dad is a, is a police officer. 
And uh, I wanted him on for the longest time because he wants to um, retire early because of everything that's going on. Yeah. And uh, he essentially doesn't want to be a cop anymore because he's like, this kind of sucks. You know, a lot of people are quitting. Yeah. And uh, which is not good. Yeah. It's just it's 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 it, well, it's just with everything that happened in the last two years. It's it, uh, my friend's just been saying that like he had he's been having to like start go to therapy and stuff like that. And now he's essentially just trying his hardest to retire early. And I'm just like, I'd, I'd like to talk to someone like that to really just kind of. Yeah, it, like that kind of stuff what's is going on. Like you have like a more insider perspective, I guess. And so. some of that's really hard, though. You know, yeah. it's hard to get them to talk, especially when when you put a microphone in their face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's because why I think it, it'd probably be easier to talk to my dad once he's retired. Yeah, people people There's less at stake. People will think that that don't do what that that will, like what we do, like even just friends, like casual friends who really aren't remotely involved at all. Like they think I'm like talking to like a hundred thousand people a week. So like there are some people that I want on, but they're afraid of what to say. And and I tell people like you don't have to say what you don't want to say. I mean, I think even Joe at one point was, he was the first and only person that's ever been like, I don't want to talk about that. You know what I mean? And that's fine. It's just hard to, cause there's these such these, cause at the end of the day, I mean, I think when you have a non friend, I understand that, but like, it's also, that's why I created my contract. Yeah. So like for liability reasons, if people come on my show and they say something and they want it cut, no, it's, it's my content. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. Like, I can do it for you, but you signed a contract. Can I? So I think I use the same one that you do. Um, I gave you the. Yeah, you, idea. yeah, you gave me it. And uh, can I tell you that I don't know about you, the hardest thing I have to do with these people is for them to put their contact information down. Do you have that issue? Not really. I have a few that like, like they, like they'll put their name, and I'm like, I need a, I need a phone number and an email. Yeah. Or a phone if number and an address. Happens, you need to be able to contact. Right. Them. I need a phone number and an address. And they're just like, oh, like, really? Do I have to? I was like, yeah. Like, you know, like, and it's just like every person who's ever done it. It's so begrudgingly done. I'm just like, like, this is like, this is a I con- know, but like, it's a formality. You right. Gotta, yeah. Like, you kind of, uh, and I think a lot of people take it the wrong way where it's like, I'm not going to like gotcha right. journalism you, you know what I mean? Like I just exactly like you said, and this is like, you know, you, like I told my, like when my mom, my mom was like, oh, I'd love to be on. I'm like, I'm going to make you sign the contract. Cause and, and and I'll let you take that for what you will on what we're going to talk about. You know what I mean? The worst part is forgetting it. Yeah, I've done that on multiple episodes. I'm like, yeah. shit. Uh, well, with my friends. And having them do it after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with my friends, I've forgotten. But like with people who I wouldn't necessarily consider my friends, I, abs- I absolutely. I'm just like, okay, yes. you're going to sign this. Yeah. Um, you know, um, just because. I don't, I don't know. Like five years from now, are you going to say like, I should take that down for some reason? Or, like, you don't like me anymore, and now right. I can't own your likeness in this episode for some reason. Like, right. So, that's a whole thing. I don't want to run into issues later. So, See, I hate to sign this now. <laughs> I hate <laughs> Or you're not going to be on. It's right. my, my show. I hate confrontation so much. And so, even like that awkward confrontation of just like, oh, come on, man. Do I have to sign it? Like, a party wants to be like, no, it's fine, but I have to be like, I yes. I actually do like confrontation, <laughs> but I don't, I don't like seeking it. Yeah. Not like, that guy. I'll avoid it all the way up until like it gets to it. And then I'm like, I'm good at it, but yeah, like I'm I told not going to try to get into it. Like I told you that lady riding a bike, she hit my hood and I could have just been like, you trying to fucking throw down bitch. Like, but I was just Man, like, okay, I yeah. would just let that slide. Yeah. Like, just let it go. Bike. I could run you over. <laughs> Dude. Uh, so I was going to show you something. Speaking of, uh, speaking of years down the line, uh, we made a joke in episode 15. Um, 
I said something, <laughs> and uh, Robert was like, "Oh man, you got to be careful because out of context, someone's going to screenshot that, <laughs> you know." And uh, people can take anything out of context. Oh, for sure. But uh, I was gonna, I was gonna play it for you. So, some one of my one of our super fans, and I'll shout him out every single time. My buddy Kevin from high school has listened to every single episode. Hell yeah! I think he's like literally what's the up, first. Kevin? Yeah, what's up, Kevin? Like he's the first viewer like of the like of the week. I know he is, and uh, like he gets all the inside jokes. And uh, so he sent That's me. Awesome. Uh, he sent me no so episode sixteen. He sent me episode episode sixteen and he put hashtag canceled and it's this. Uh oh, hold on. Is it not gonna God damn it. So unprofessional, dude. What the hell? Let's try this again. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, I guess it's not gonna do it. So okay. Well, it's me essentially saying <laughs> he took a screen grab of me saying Nazis are cool. <laughs> I was like, shit, <laughs> like I'm fucking busted now, bro. Dude, and, there, yeah. was, uh, there was an episode of Your Thoughts where I said something like, was there not justification for what they did in, in the Holocaust? Oh, like, yeah. For a genealogy reason. Yeah. And I think somebody's going to like use that against me, but I think I had a logical point. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. I think about that all the time. Reminds me of like on the Scooby Doo movie when he's like, "You're making it out to think that I think Coolsville sucks." He's like, "Wait, don't record that." And like on the news, it's like him saying, "I think Coolsville sucks." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I will do that with YouTubers all the time, dude. They just like screen, uh, screen capture like a portion of a video and say that they're saying something. Well, a lot of people. I I have had I have had some lashback or lashback feedback negatively about like some lashback, of like, <laughs> like whips yeah some of the uh some of like the like sound clips i'll do yeah um but to me it's just like yeah i've i've wondered that too because they are movie clips and i don't know like how copyright works with stuff like well that. and the, the the tried and true one that and i've actually been told twice that they like i've had people on twitter people i don't even know who I mean, thank you for my podcast outreaching past my friends, but like they'll hit me up on like Twitter and they'll be like, "Did you really need to have that sound clip?" And the primary champion of it is this one. You a fucking retard or what? People just either hate it or love it because <laughs> and, um, of what it's saying. Because it's what it's because of yeah. what it's saying, and I can tell you, I just I get it, but get over it. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, it, it's it may, it's it's a laugh. Um, you know, I mean, this is in the same realm of me having this. Oh fuck yeah, brother. What is a rock? I mean, it's like there's stupid clips. I mean, yeah. that I just live. They make me laugh. And I tell Robert all the time that if you find something that's funny, I'll screen, I'll, I'll record it and put it on because it makes me laugh. Um, You know, like I guess to like not get yourself in trouble, you could make your own. But like over time, after doing a certain amount of episodes, I'm sure you could clip portions. And right. Use them. So I've had people recommend like a bleep button, Um, but I'm like. Do you want me to you bleep? You have so many buttons, right? Well, so what's cool about this thing is I have multiple, I can have multiple uh, banks of sound clips. So depending on who oh, it so is. you've got plenty. I've empty. got plenty. I've got enough. Um, just, you also have to remember that they're there. Yeah, and they're, yeah, that's the thing too, is that that's the why something. timing of it. <laughs> yeah, so, it, so this is why I want a, like I, I really told Ali, and, and she doesn't want to do it just because she's, doesn't want to like she always says like, i don't want to like mess it up which i appreciate whatever but i really do love the fact of like having someone who's not really on the podcast but they're on the podcast like an example being like jamie from like the jerry you know how he's just kind of oh, there yeah, yeah. yeah so like if if something does come up it's their job to be like oh I, and they could play it you know what i mean yeah like and so like i've always wanted that i i love 
Um, like I told Allie, like Allie contributes so much to the podcast, even when she's not on the podcast, because most times she's playing games while me and Robert are recording right behind you. And uh, I told her, I was like, I would love to just give you like run a mic all the way over there. And if you have, if, if I ask you a question, or if you have something to say, I'll just push your mic button. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've given my camera operator, um, a mic a couple times, not my current camera operator. Mm-hmm. I've had so many different camera operators. It's, it's a high turnover position, apparently. <laughs> but um, some episodes, like when Leo was doing it, he had a, a mic a couple times. Um, I've had like uh, Brandy's cousin Harley had a mic. So like yeah. sometimes, uh, sometimes that like interjection from somebody else yeah. is is funny, right? And and or, like well, yeah. and it's funny. I always laugh because like people will have no shame in telling me that. Like I've had people be like, "Oh, dude, your podcast is awesome." Uh, Ali's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> or like Robert's really funny, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> like, cool. I'm here too. I'm here too. You know, <laughs> like, uh, like, like I always like make the joke because my mom, my mom has told me like Robert's so funny. Like I think he's the best part of the I hear podcast. My parents do that stuff too. Like, <laughs> yeah. are you not proud of me? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I say funny things. Like, what this are you talking my about? My show. <laughs> it's yeah. it's uh, but whatever. I mean, my parents do that stuff so much. Like. They're they're talking up my uh, my guitarist Nick like he's so smart and I'm like I work hard too <laughs> <laughs> I do good job <laughs> please give me a hug so when are you gonna realize that this whole this whole creative outlet is just a cry for approval of you guys <laughs> we're doing it together <laughs> <laughs> no I mean but like I, I will say dude um I am finally getting legitimate like I mean they're my friends and stuff but to hear like yeah. fan mail is really cool. It is a really cool That's feeling. That's a, a pretty cool aspect of your show. Mm-hmm. Well, I have so many like inside jokes or like uh, jokes that stick throughout a couple episodes. Like I have people who have made inside jokes that have just put it in the comments and I'm like, what are you talking about? But like they're from other podcast episodes. Like um, <laughs> You don't get the inside joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. So like on episode six or seven, I was with Aaron and DJ from the Exiled Martyr, another mm, Arizona local that band. That was a good one. I loved that one. Those dudes were amazing. Uh, they they mentioned that they had started uh, their band in 2013. I, I thought that was so cool because yeah. Elena Avenue started in like 2012. So mm-hmm. we may have played with them. Right. Like we may have played with them multiple times. And they have outlived, I would say, most like local Arizona death metal bands. Elena I mean, Avenue was going on until like 2019. Yeah. We, we played with so many bands and a lot of them did not make it past like a year. But I don't think we ever played together, no, huh? Reflectionless and... I don't know. I don't the know either. sounds really familiar. Well, I mean... We I mean, were playing for seven years though. Oh yeah, we were playing for like two. <laughs> um, but it was like, you I know... I used to it, tell that we had played with like 500 bands. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we always did like Joe's Grotto, uh, the Underground. Um, we once did the Nile Theater on the main stage, uh, Club Red, all like the local stuff. I never we got to all those places. We never did the main stage of Nile. We did like a floor show. Yeah, we did a Nile. floor show. There was actually a mishap on uh, the floor show, and we actually ended up closing the show. So we actually had to go on after the headliners which was really intimidating because there was like some kind of scheduling or something like they had to get the fuck out of there. So they essentially were just like, okay, oh, they moved you down. No, they moved us. Yeah. They moved us down. So or we they, were, they moved them. The they headliner moved down. Yeah. So it was like two local bands, the two headliners like and then us and other local band. Right. Um, you know, but by that time, most people were like, gone. <laughs> you know, and I yeah. was like, you know, but I did a show like that with, a uh, the headliner, um, 
they were a touring band. They came yeah. in from another state and they wanted to swap with us because of our time slot, probably for the same reason. It's it's honestly probably because there's more people at that time yeah. rather than the headliner spot. And then they can also leave. Yeah. Um, we did that at 51 West. Oh, yeah. I remember that place. I never, I don't think we ever. That think... was one of my favorite places. The sound was okay, but like it was such a, an intimate uh, venue. That's how I felt with the underground. If you could get past the I fact hate... that it. <laughs> that was. If you could get past we the vowed, fact, we will never play the underground again. What? It's just the the sound guys never give a shit. Yeah, never. They never do. <laughs> so DIY, bro. <laughs> and then it's concrete, all concrete. It's all con- so it's so reverberating. And then you go upstairs to take a breather, and you come down. It smells like stinky swamp doo doo butt. It's hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like shit. And the people that are working there do not care about you at all. Yeah, they're just like, all right, you're done. Get out. I remember our, our the security I remember, doesn't like you. The sound no. guy doesn't like you. I remember the we people working tickets don't like you. We were three minutes past our time. Place. We were three minutes past our time, and literally right as we're about to do like a breakdown to our final song, they literally switched off, switched us off, and they were like, "Sorry guys, you're done." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "What?" I'll go to shows at the Nile, but I'm not gonna play there. Not as a musician, they they do not care. Or they will book us like like, but there's like a crazier show going on top on the actual Nile theater. So they're louder. Yeah, so they're louder, <laughs> yeah. and like people are would rather be like, I think you can we'll, hear them stomping, and dude, like the bands just like. It was a big, it was a big deal show. I literally think we were playing at the underground the same night that like Born of Osiris was playing like the yeah, Nile Theater. Probably. So we had like six people. And I remember one guy was literally just like, I just came down here because I couldn't afford <laughs> tickets for Born of Osiris. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, cool, man. Thank you. Thanks for enjoying Thanks. the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Hope I, you enjoyed it. Yeah. I love those DIY shows though. Those are my favorite. Like we always make the joke about like, just, we should just get people to just pile in into like the studio <laughs> and just, I uh, mean, I don't mind it. Like I'm, I'm a, like uh, a born musician, man. Like I'll yeah. fucking play anything. I'll yeah. play anywhere at any time. Yeah. I even have my guitar with me right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, just the, the sound of that place. Like, it, like as somebody who wanted to like play music as a kid, Mm-hmm. I did it. I did it. Yeah, I played did the it. underground multiple times mm-hmm. and uh, like lugging my gear down the stairs and like yep. playing that, that place. And I can say I did it, but I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah, we did it. That was a, like that's my how I, standards have raised. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how I feel about living in like Los Angeles. Like I could just say like as an adult, I did it, but like, yeah. I never want to go back ever again. Cause it's too expensive and it's apocalyptic now. And, um, but yeah, I agree. Like, like it's not like I'm not saying I'm better than LA. I'm I just might saying play that upstairs at the Nile, but I'm not yeah. playing the underground specifically. The main stage theater I was played the coffee shop at the the Nile too, which is interesting. Like I, when it was still a coffee. Yeah, shop. I think it's something else. I now. don't think they. I was never. I I never went in there because I feel like they were always like paying customers only. So like I whenever I had to like use the bathroom or something like that, they wouldn't let me come oh. in. So I wasn't like I'd never that's been possible. there. That's the one that's like on the other side. It's like on Main Street, right? Yeah. I never, I never went in there. The place just like, it's got this really pretentious vibe. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve it. (laughs) That's how I feel about most coffee places, bro. No, just the, the Nile itself. Really? That's yeah. I could see that because I mean, it's it's really nothing to write home about. You know what I mean? It's a music venue. It's a music venue. It's a big open, yeah, it's a big open venue. I don't get the same, uh, same vibe from like, uh, Joe's Grotto or, um, or Yucca Tap Room, or uh, like any of the other venues I've been to, but the Nile specifically, it's always just like, you know that like hardcore kid mentality? Yeah, yeah. That place has that. 
And I yeah. don't like that. I don't like it either. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I wish I lived in a universe where hardcore dancing was never created because that is the... Wor- I'm sorry if you do it and please, you listen. Please don't punch me in the face. Yeah, I'm don't punch me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we were going on a tangent about... Um, uh, I was talking about Aaron and, and, and DJ. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we were yeah. talking about the... Uh, like the inside jokes I don't even get. Like I did a passerby joke that um, I, I I don't I don't know if I'm lactose intolerant because I can eat cheese and yogurt, but like as soon as I have milk or ice cream, it's game over. Like I feel like, like diarrhea. Shit. Yeah, and, and immense. You know, like I'll call out of work. Yeah, and, I stop. Yeah. I stopped eating dairy for that, but I eat cheese. Like cheese. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Like I can have cheese no problem. And and like so I, don't I mean, know if there's like a different processing or like who fucking how, knows. Yeah. yeah, who fucking knows. knows? Food biology. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm no food biologist. That's well, that'll be one that's on here now too. <laughs> food biologist. Yeah, food biologist. Somebody come on. Cool band name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I made the joke. I was like, yeah, but I mean, if cool ice cream is name, lactose tolerant. Lactose tolerant. <laughs> Damn, you just built different. <laughs> that's what he was saying. Yeah, that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why he, he couldn't shit for three days. <sighs> that's a whole other All thing. The time. I can't get over that. I don't know how. I don't know either. I shit every day. Every. I have to multiple multiple times <laughs> a day in the morning. <laughs> I can't stop pooping. Like I don't know if it's a white person thing, but I told him I was like, Aaron, that can't be good. And he's like, I never went to a doctor. I was like, okay, but like. At least, but I was telling them I was like, um, but if there's ice cream available, like I will go feral. Like I was like, I'll turn into a, uh, <laughs> I'll turn into an ice cream werewolf, dude. Like I'll just eat a bunch of ice cream and then I'll come back to my human form. Like, oh, what did I do? And like someone in the comments kept saying, like, dude, you should make a, a ice cream werewolf T-shirts. <laughs> and like yeah. he kept saying it, like ice cream werewolf. I was like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, okay, I would love to get merch for this for this show. Yeah, but- when you were talking about that, I was like. I should I should make that for you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like honestly, because there are so many people that are like, dude, you have so many like one offs that are just like, because a lot of people have been saying that I have the kind of show where it really is like like for example, like your mom's house. They have so many inside jokes because of the videos that they post. I wanted um, to make merch um, based on that same concept, like inside jokes from the show. Yeah, like or like even like an omelet king like shirt. That'd be such a cool shirt. Because <laughs> the, yeah, like the omelet king, you know. Stupid. Like, like, like they, like on, on your mom's house, they posted a video of like this dude who got stung by a wasp, like in his like upper lip. So it's like he's all big lipped, you know. And he's just like, I, but he has like a super southern accent, like this. And he's like, I just want to make it very clear, watch for waspus. Like that's how he said wasps, you know. And he said, but but then literally two days after that that show aired, they literally got T-shirts that said watch for waspus. Yeah, I know? wish I could turn it out that quick. Yeah, that's, dude. Well, like, that's just money. Merchandise is so expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. But honestly, when you but when you're in a comfortable bubble of like sponsorships and like ad yeah. revenue and stuff exactly. like that, yeah, I mean that's it. I told Ali, I said if I can at least like on paper after doing because obviously you don't get paid hourly doing this shit, but on paper if I could make you at don't least get paid at all. I know, but like I'm know. like like if you <laughs> if on paper if I did the math per month if I was making. Like, let's just call it like $19 on a 40 hour work week equivalency. Yeah. This would be my job. Yeah. So I'm not even asking for a lot. I just want that. I've I've done the math so many times just Mm -hmm. because like it's the dream. Mm -hmm. It is, dude. Like, and it's not, it's not even this is the dream. It's just like doing it, doing anything myself. Right. It's kind of the dream. Like today, I get to create today. I have to create something today. Like that's, that's my work day, you know, and that I think like making it for other people. Right. Like that's always been the line for me. I could, I could always like do commissions or whatever. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, I can do that and I would like to do that, but it's not what I want to do. We were talking about like, so, so can I ask you, so how many subscribers do you guys have on YouTube? On YouTube? I don't don't know. Like 
Probably like 60 or something. Oh, I, I don't know why I thought it was more. But so We're not that big. Oh, uh, well, that's the goal, buddy. We'll make it there together. Yeah, let's do it. We'll build this ship together, dude. <laughs> and uh, I share your stuff all the time. Oh, dude, but, I'm so proud of you, man. Oh, like, thank you. It's impressive how quickly you've grown. Well, I, I, t- I got it. The first time I was ever on a podcast was with you in that little apartment, and it was fucking thunder and lightning outside. That and such a shitty, episode. such a shitty fucking <laughs> recording so session. It's okay, but I fell in love hilar- with it. That was the funniest episode, though. That that's where I had the idea. I was like, dude, I want to do this so bad, and it's fun, and it is, and and you know, just talking here with you for you know an hour plus, like it, it's it's so therapeutic therapeutic to me and yeah. like but like this is what i want to do and whenever i say like this is what i want to do for work a lot of people instantly say like it's like a money thing well but of course i mean we live in 2022 almost you need money to fucking live this isn't right. the 18th century you know what i mean and it's not like we don't get that right and and we've already made it very clear that we'll do it for free yeah. it would just be nice to get a little cheddar cheese on the side you know and uh we were talking about like i think i saw like okay like once you get to like at least like i think it's like a th- it's either a thousand subscribers or a thousand views on average. That's when you can start doing ad revenue on YouTube. I think so is what it's, I read. Uh, 4,000 oh, okay. views, I think. And like a thousand subscribers, something like that. They, they have that information on there. So you have that. And then I was trying to do research on like, how big do I have to be to reach out to like just companies to where I could just, you know, do like ad breaks or stuff like that. Yeah. I think you could do it really at any time, but it's, it depends on how big you are. They'll pay attention to you. Because, I mean, anyone, because, I mean, they'll, they'll, they they gave me the opportunity, like, who are you? What do you do? What's your platform? Yeah, um, just talk to people. Right, really. And uh, so, but, but the big one I is I thought that, about hitting up uh, one of my previous employers to try to see if they would. Because I, I would definitely promote them. I love them. Right. I wanted to do it with a local gaming store because I've just been blown away with them recently. And uh, yeah, I was wondering if you were going to do that. I was considering it. Um, I, I, I would really like to. I, I think my whole thing, I think that's the reason why I, st- I didn't it pursue it. It feels so weird asking people like that. Give I, me your money. Give me money. And I'll promote you. <laughs> but like, who the fuck are you? Right, exactly. But number two, I don't do a lot of nerd talk. And I always, but then again, like, so Robert brought up a good it point. like you do dip into it. I do. Like, but, but you're but, really passionate about magic, apparently. Uh, well, yeah. I and I was actually going to, and I keep looking because I keep wanting to bring it up. But right behind you, uh, to get through a lot of depressive episodes I have, I've been getting really into Warhammer 40K. So I've been building a lot of Is like, the like, the, like the dude up there and then in, the, in that box in there. Like I've just been building and painting miniatures like to just therapeutically. And, uh, but, but Robert was like, yeah, but. You know, you know, if Joe Rogan has Manscaped as a advertisement, he's not talking about his hairy balls all day. Right. You know I mean? It just comes up. It just it comes usually up. only comes up once when he's talking about it. When he's talking about it. So, yeah, I got to start doing that. Another thing he said was, um, have you ever, have you ever messed around Patreon? Yes. So, I actually do have one Patreon. I, I had two mm-hmm. at one point, but I think Ryan decided he doesn't want to um, support it while being on. I, I don't know. Like, right. So I was trying anyway, to think. Um, Go ahead. I do have uh, one supporter who has been very helpful because like we were talking prior, like editing costs of video yeah. editing and yeah. like uh, camera operator and all of that. Like the, the video element is really expensive. Yeah. Um. So they've been giving me a hundred dollars for the past like year. Wow. Yeah. Like a month. Yeah. Damn. Just one person. That's rad. I mean, that, that helps. Anything it's been helps. really helpful. I've been trying to think of, like, brainstorming of, like, what I could even offer. <laughs> like, for, um, I thought of, like, um, like if you were, like, a Patreon subscriber, like, I would let you, like, I, I will give you, like, the Google number. Like, if you want to be a part of the podcast, like, you could come in and talk and say stuff. Or, like, I want to do, like, original, like, maybe it's I'll... Just, ma- it's, it's complicated because it's just another thing that you have yeah. to think about now. Right. 
Well, some people will even do Patreon only uh, episodes. Yeah. You know, um, I've seen that a lot. Like uh, Chris D'Elia does that, um, you know, like Patreon only. I did um, do one episode where I had an additional 30 minutes with um, his name is on on Facebook is Troy Thomas, but I think it's like Troy Heesh is his last name. Sure. Um, he's the uh, guitarist, vocalist of Primitive State. Okay. Um, and he also had a podcast called Deplorable Facts. Um, we did like 30 extra minutes and it was mostly just him and Jesse talking because I was going to get Jesse coffee because we were <laughs> going to do a live stream after. Yeah. But we finished that episode and we did an extra 30 minutes and I was like, I'm going to cut it here yeah. once I leave. And then this is going to be Patreon only. Right. I've only done that once. It's it's hard to try to come up with additional things because I'm already doing so much. Right. I th- well, so I thought about like silly stuff. So like my whole brand and it's my it's my parents bane of their existence is my mom is just she's a mom. And so she's always just like, you're so handsome and smart. And like, why do you do handsome and smart? Like, why? Yeah. She's like, why do you say those things or yeah, because I told her I was like, "What if like, what about like for like top patron like people like, like once a month I'll send you like a, like a like a like a raunchy like a raunchy like a Polaroid picture, oh <laughs> you know, like with me with like not like not like with my like with my dick out, but maybe just like right. me like, like with like suggested yeah like you Sug- know what I mean like it's like some can't say that word yeah something stupid and like she was just like, why do you why do you want to do that? She's like, you, know? you ruined it. And I was just like, who cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, if people want it, like, sure, man. Like, I was saying you're handsome. Now you're gross. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, you know, my mom, is, like, she's amazing. And she, I take it in a certain I way because I'm her. Call, did you call her on the episode that we did? Maybe. I call her a lot. She's one of my go-tos because she's just the best, dude. She's so like fucking you did, funny. I I remember you doing something like that. Her timing is so great. And she'll just say the, the funniest shit. Like, just to, even if it's a laugh at my expense, she's so good at doing it. And uh, so I want her on, you know? But it's like... Uh, maybe it was the one with Robert. I don't, maybe. I don't know. I call her all the time. I've called people randomly all the time. And uh, <laughs> one of the most recent ones, I, I've been getting into this thing where, like, I just, to be funny, like, I'll be like, all right, man, hey, thanks for the talk. But hey, I got to tell you something really important, okay? Can you handle it? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, no, I need you to tell me like yeah i can do it They'll be like yeah i can do it okay do, do me a favor and then i hang up on him that's like one of my favorite things to do like and they just never call back They're like dick jesse used to do that yeah dude it's so fucking funny like i find it to be so hilarious but i just like you said i, I want to do content and if people are going to give me money a month to pursue that content i want to give back yeah i just don't know what i'm going to give them you know i can only give so many polaroids out <laughs> you know like it's just and people are always like oh yeah i'll subscribe and stuff like that but like now i'm being modest because i'm just like i don't want you to have to give me 10 bucks a month for this like you know what i mean like yeah so it's like it's just like it's weird making content but also like wanting to get paid for it because then like it it turns into something else and it kind of feels skeevy just yeah like, pay me yeah pay me and i'll do it you know what i mean like but like i uh, this started as a passion project so i don't really want you to pay me i want you to pay me because you like it not right not because like you want to pay me yeah. but you like the basement dweller yeah. and you want to see more it's weird and that's why i feel like going back to like the whole audio versus video thing where it's just like because i'm only strictly audio like i don't know why that matters but like honestly something like a patreon could help eventually do that you know um it's just uh yeah, we're at 67 subscribers right now, um, and I'm just trying my best to pump out videos every week. And and and, yep. and, and I w- that's that's part of it too, like the yeah. frequency. I think that's why I'm not growing as much. You have so much stuff to do in yours. Like, <laughs> I know. Like your content is just so much more like 
there's so much detail to what you do. Whereas I would tell you there's maybe a total of four episodes where I've literally gone in and like had to cut things out and stuff like that or or raise audio levels. Most things I literally just paste together. I'm like golden and I send it out, you know, whereas you have to do video and audio and camera angles. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't blame you. Two different camera angles, three different of usually three different audio sources. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's two, but sometimes it's four. Depends. really depends on how many people are on. So that's why I could pump them out every week is because it's an hour and a half of my time and a a, a literal combined hour and a half of my minuscule editing, uploading to Spotify and YouTube. My goal was uh, two a month. But it's it's been limited to one a month now, and honestly, I think I'm gonna take a hiatus for a little bit once I finish. Um, however, how many? I think I've got like four on stock. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you like kind of compile them, and then you'll release them. Yeah. That's that's not a bad idea either, though. Yeah, I've got like four ready to go. They just need to be sent to the editor. Right. Yeah, but and then the, I, I need to like set up the blog posts and yeah. all the social media and everything. Well, this is why I want this to be a job because because if it's a job because and it's a job, it, it is, is a, job. a job. So okay, let me, correction, a paying job. Yeah, exactly. Because when it's a paying job and I can pay people, it's, it's more worth it. It's, and, and it's and they're more reliable. Right now, if I told someone, hey, for the love of the sport, if you want to help me record or if you want to help me produce this. I'm not going to blame them when they say, oh, I'm sorry, dude, I had something come up and we're going to be delayed a couple days. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if I can pay you, okay, I'm doing it because I'm getting paid. You know what I mean? Right. And so I just wish I had the money to do it. And with everything, and this is my old man tangent for the podcast, everything's so damn expensive right now. Like we're trying to find a place to live right now. And I am shocked at how much money it is to just live right yeah. now. It's, Cost of living has gone up quite a bit for some reason. Without, without much of a increase in wages which yeah. i mean if well, it, i mean especially now but like housing prices just this past year have inflated like crazy it's insane you know and like i like one of my i used to live by the luke air force base and uh when i was 20 i had a, a one-bedroom apartment that i paid 615 a month for now granted that was six seven years ago but now it's the same place is almost 1300 dollars. i'm like what right. the fuck and i'm not making much more of a difference than what i was when i was 20 yeah, the the apartment complex that I was living in in Tempe Mesa area, it was like border. It was on, it was in Mesa, so I think it was cheaper because of that. But it was borderline Tempe, so like the light rail's right there, mm-hmm. Tempe's right there, so it was kind of expensive. It was like nine hundred a month. Yeah, but and now my girlfriend and I were living there, and we had a roommate. It was a two bedroom, two bath, and now it's it's probably like a thousand to twelve hundred. So fucking crazy. Yeah, like out of curiosity, I'll just look at stuff I know I'll never be able to afford. We went to Cobra Arcade <laughs> the other week, and uh, you know how in like downtown Phoenix they made like these huge skyscraper apartment like, yeah. buildings. So there's this one over there, and like I was like out of curiosity, I looked. At it, I was like, yeah, I was like a two bedroom luxury apartment. It was like no, like twenty eight hundred dollars, oh, and I was just like, dude, I'm gonna throw up right now. I was like, if I can afford twenty eight hundred dollars a month, I'm gonna get a house. I don't know why. I was like, that looks like it's something I'd get in GTA. You know what I mean? Like, and it, it's just so hard, dude. And it's getting really stressful because I've been looking at two bed, two baths, 1500 mm-hmm. in like Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could just be afraid every day of your life and pay $1,100 a month in somewhere that's not really favorable where the practice studio is. I was driving I by and I was living with my parents, I guess. <sighs> I guess that's the fucking point, really. I mean, at this at this point, like like we're destined to have roommates into our forties. It feels like, yeah. you know, and I don't want that. 
But we were by we were by you know where the, the only st- way I'm going to be able to get an apartment is if I have a roommate, right? And like you know where like where the studio is, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I was like driving by, and it was like oh two bedrooms for nine hundred dollars a month. I was like, uh, there's a reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm I'm totally fine. Yeah, that is definitely Scaryville over there. Every time you leave the practice space, you see directly across the street there's a gunshot. Yeah, like straight through that glass. Yeah probably abandoned building <laughs> right dude it's just it's either it's just there's there's i just feel like there's never been a, a bigger divide between the top and the bottom and um that's why i, I even I, I will still work if i make money doing this because i need to and then when i start making more here than i do there then we'll talk you know right. so at the end of the day you know just keep doing what you love and don't stop it and that was my message in the first one. Right. I still agree with that. I mean, I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing, but like, understand it's hard. Right. Uh, you want to take one more break? Sure. Cool. Mm, that was a good one. I always feel so chicken soup when I'm with you. Like, I feel chicken yeah, like I feel very like it was it, it was a nice break from uh, the normal debauchery that Robert and I do once a week. You know, I, I love having you on because you're very. I would like to meet him. Yeah, it's okay. He had some stuff to do today, so it was just uh just me today. Um, but I mean, I, I, dude, you can come on whenever you want. You know that. Um, you're I a would huge, like to. Yeah, you you know. Uh, one more time, I had I had Tyler on today, uh, first podcast guest that I ever had back in episode one. Give it a listen if you haven't yet. Uh, Tyler, what do you got for us? Anything to plug? Uh, You can check out my podcast. It's Your Thoughts Podcast. It's kind of hard to find on Spotify, but you can find us at www.yourthoughtspodcast.com. That has all the social media links. You can even just listen to the episode on my website. Um, I'm on uh, all the social media platforms. Tyler Stumpy Beck, Tyler Beck. iPods are gross. Um, You can probably find me. (laughs) What a great name. Um, my uh, music project actually uh, co-collaborator Leo who is Neon Bright uh, him and I have a project called Mars and Nebula Um, I started a band called Louis on Tour we don't have social media but we're coming out with music here soon hopefully we'll play some shows Um, uh, Mars and Nebula is coming out with an EP probably in October so I'll let you know if that comes out oh very cool uh, Stumpy. Stumpy is my solo music project. Which I love. I love that name. Uh, Tyler Stumpy back on YouTube. There's a Facebook page for that. Um, it's kind of all over the place, but I'm coming out with an album and I'm, I'm thinking about doing like some open mic nights and live performing. Such a good idea, dude. I, I'm going to have to definitely jump on that with you because that is such a smart idea. I mean, I can't thank you enough, dude. I loved having you on. Thank uh, you for having you me. are I mean, definitely, you know, like he already said, check out the podcast. It's so it's so great and informative. It makes you feel good. I'm on there a couple times, you know. So yeah, if you want to, two episodes with Jacob. Check yeah, those out. pretty funny dude. I have some pretty good stories on there. Um, Santaro. San, yeah, Jacob Santorini. So yeah, make sure you <laughs> look that. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and uh, yeah, dude. Cuddle buddies. Cuddle buddies. Yeah, <laughs> cuddle buddies. <laughs> Thanks for coming down to the basement. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave a rating and review to help other people find out about the show. Got a question? Email Jacob at tbdmanchild at gmail.com or find him on Instagram at basement underscore dwelling underscore Jacob. Twitter 
at TBD underscore Jacob and YouTube, The Basement Dweller. We will see you real soon.